1: Oh my gosh, we're back at it. Welcome back to the Give Them Lala podcast. Last week's episode put me on my face.
2: <laughs> Why was it so funny? It was so funny. I think it's because we were all um, exhausted or like we were all just super tired and that's when the funniest things come out. Your Amazon lives are funniest when you're sleep deprived. I don't know about Easton, but I'm silly, goofy girl when I'm sleep deprived. Easton's I, I obviously feel like everyone hilarious. Is. Yeah.
1: Well, that's really shitty because I got an excellent <laughs> night's sleep.
2: No. Oh, you should have popped
3: a melatonin before you came in.
1: The the amount the amount of times that I watched last week's episode on YouTube because we're now on YouTube, y'all. So you're listening to this, and on Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time, you can watch it on YouTube. But it. Jessica, you thinking that otters were rolling up to the mall? It's just you're so <laughs> funny. The whole episode was fantastic. Uh, so hopefully we can <laughs> keep you're that before you keep again. That. Yes, keep that going. Um, I have really huge news. <gasps> My daughter pooped in the toilet for the first time. Woo! It was. This so is she, news
3: to me. You didn't wow. even tell me.
1: It happened last night. She pees in the toilet on her own. Right? Whatever. Last night, she's very afraid of pooping in the toilet, and I was talking to Sheena about it because she gets in like pop lock and drop it position when she needs to go to the bathroom. And Sheena, it's Sheena no.
3: does or Ocean. Ocean. Okay, <laughs>
1: But I was talking to Sheena about.
3: <laughs> I was just picturing Sheena just squatting, <laughs> squatting under just the table, pushing
1: okay, at like healthy. a five star restaurant like <laughs> Ocean. I'm like, can you not do that right now? And then she'll go, I'm, I'm pooping. I'm pooping. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm mortified. Last time she
3: did that, we were at um, the Beverly Hills Hotel, and she told everybody at every table. She was like, I pooped. I
1: pooped. (laughs) I was like, they're trying to enjoy their caviar. Please stop.
2: She did it at Maturisa, too.
1: Yeah, she does it everywhere. I love it. So I was trying. Sheena said when kids poop, if it's in a diaper, and I don't know if this is true or not, but if it's in a diaper, it still feels like it's a part of them. Because when they're pooping, it almost feels like they're, like, losing an organ. So when they start on a toilet, it feels like their stomachs are being pushed into the toilet. So last night, she said she needed a diaper on because she needed to poop. And I was like, no, we're going to go on the big girl potty. And my mom and my BFF, Madison, she's in town, said, you want to know how fun it is to go poop on the toilet? The poop, when it hits the water, makes a splash. It splashes everywhere. Ocean has like dude energy, right? Like she likes to jump all over the place, climb on everything, yell, scream. Thinks fart jokes are funny.
3: (laughs) So So that helped.
1: The poop hitting the water. The thought of it made her want to go on the toilet, and she did. And (laughs) as she's pushing, and I'm looking at her dead in the eyes, and (laughs) she's doing, I'm like, "You're doing it." I'm watching. It's happening, and she's like, "It hits the toilet." She looks and goes, "I did it." I poop on the toilet all by myself. (laughs) She was so excited. And I was like the proudest mom ever. However, I then got her ready for bed and forgot to put a diaper on her. So this morning I woke up to a very wet bed and I felt so bad. I was like, did you take your diaper off? She's like, you didn't put one on me. I was like, oh "Oh my gosh, Uh I'm so sorry. But then she told me she, she did it this morning. So I was like, okay, great. And it was still warm.
2: She, oh, okay. she peed this morning. She it, she wasn't laying in it. I, I feel it. like
1: if she, if it, it wouldn't have been warm still. No. I don't think.
3: It mm. would have been like yellow colored around where it like dried. No, it so is. Yeah, that's was, good that seemed... she didn't have to lay in it. That makes me feel a little bit better.
1: That makes me feel I felt like a horrible mother because I'm all about the nighttime routine. I'm fantastic at it, but apparently not that great. The first thing she said
3: to Lisa this morning was, I forgot to put a diaper on her. No, I beat myself (laughs) up. (laughs) I didn't even walk to the room first thing.
2: I feel like that's such a normal thing to do. Especially she just went poop on the potty. In your mind, it's like undies vibe. Yeah. You know? So have have you ever peed the bed, Lala? Or Easton? Oh yeah. Have you? As an adult?
3: No, oh, not, as an adult. not as an adult. I oh. mean, I think, I, I mean, I can remember wetting the bed though. You can. Like I was, I was old enough to remember. Okay. Right? I, mean, I don't know.
1: I, I can't remember ever wetting the bed. Interesting.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm sure I did. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty perfect, but like not exactly <laughs>
3: yeah. perfect. She just sharts.
1: <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, Easton. I hate you. You're an asshole. Um, What else happened this weekend? Oh. The Rams lost to the 49ers, and I was very confused to see at... We have producer John very upset about it, by the way. And I was, like, so confused how they were playing at SoFi, but it was just, like, a sea of red. And when I asked producer John about it, he said that the loss is attributed to it being... um, I wrote this down. What is it called? (laughs) Levi South. Yeah, That's exactly right. Oh, uh, you've heard of this?
3: Yeah. What does that mean? Because when the 49ers travel and they play in Los Angeles it's like they all travel so instead of playing like at Levi's Stadium yeah they just call SoFi Levi's South oh. because it's like they just put like this they pick up the stadium and bring it cuz they travel now that's a fan base so
1: felt like a home
2: game yeah
3: so it feels like a home game so they're playing at Levi's South instead of There you go.
1: What happened to all the Rams fans? I'm a little upset about it because my daughter is now a Rams fan. And if she's like sitting here looking at a television screen where they're playing at home and it's just a sea of red, you're now confusing her. Yeah.
3: You're confusing me. Why? Because they're away. You know, they shouldn't be wearing all red. No, I know. So what is
1: that? There's just a lot of
2: Niners fans everywhere? It's kind of like
3: Raider Nation. They travel everywhere.
1: See, I
2: want to be part of that fan group producer john yeah because (laughs) where they're everywhere he says boo because if you if i'm going to show up to a rams game game and the 49ers fans are taking over i feel like it used to be that way with the steelers at the titans because i used to be a big steelers fan the steelers at the tennessee titans um stadium uh, stadium i would show up in my steelers gear and i felt at home because it was all steelers
1: wow so maybe
2: i'll be a 49ers fan now and Producer John and I can duke it
1: out. <laughs> duke it out. I would love yeah. that. Bring in some competition. The dukes are up. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Lisa came through with the news yet again. But it was a little darker this week. Okay. It was like really dark, actually. She first told me that Californians are pussies. Pussies. She used that word. <laughs> and I was like, you mean they're dicks. Weak. Little flaccid. Soft. Soft. A little yucky. No, just <laughs> <laughs> ugly. Because she saw this video where it's in New York and this guy goes in to rob this jewelry store and he's got like this giant chain and he's like breaking the windows with it, not realizing that like it's a family owned jewelry store and they're inside. This family, the fucking boss up on this fucking guy. Okay. They come out with bats, they're approaching. And I love that energy. And it feel it is New York energy, where, like, I've worked hard to build this company, all right? This little shop, I came from nothing. And you're going to come in here and try to take what's mine? I'm fucking you up. <laughs> it was the most beautiful video I'd ever seen. Like, they didn't give a damn. No. This guy's whipping the chain at them, and they just keep approaching. Like, just this family. Hmm. How That's many New York energy. That? There were a lot. Yeah. yeah. That's New That's York energy for sure. Yep. New York energy.
3: That's right. also
2: Texas energy a bit. Oh. Which we love. We love. It's like I'm protecting my
3: What shit. I've worked. I'm yeah. protecting
2: my shit. It's
1: like 50 Cent says. What's he say? I protect what I've got. I'm in the house with my blade. G-Unit. <laughs> we hit it cracking in the club. G-Unit. So that happened. And then she was also telling me about... God, she really did get dark. Oh. (laughs) California mom had all of her limbs amputated after consuming bad tilapia. She almost lost her life. Lala. That's fish, right?
2: (laughs) I have so many different emotions right now. I'm just laughing at your overall demeanor. Are you going,
1: she almost lost her life? No, she did. No, but like over tilapia, that is horrifying tilapia that was contaminated with a deadly bacteria i want i need to know what this is
2: can we know where they caught the tilapia
1: well let me read on further it yeah. says a woman who was the who was a mother of a six-year-old became sick days after eating the fish that she had purchased at a local market in san jose and made herself at home they put her into a medically induced coma her fingers were black her feet were black Her bottom lip was black. She had complete sepsis and her kidneys were failing. So sepsis occurs when chemicals released in the bloodstream to fight an infection trigger inflammation throughout the body. This can cause a cascade of changes that damage multiple organ systems, leading them to fail, sometimes even resulting in death. Can you freaking imagine you go to the supermarket? You're like, you know what? We don't need Tyson's chicken tonight. I'm going into the section where there's the glass and I'm going to tell the guy, give me the tilapia, making my family a five-star meal. And that happens. That is
2: that's, And I wonder if it was, was it the fish, the water that they caught it from, or was it that it was left out too long at the store? Like, you don't know.
3: I could see where I looked it up. Yeah. Yeah. They are found in shallow streams, ponds, rivers, and lakes. So I'm going to assume maybe this one came from a pond.
2: Yeah, maybe we don't eat tilapia right I now. Tilapia is not found in the ocean?
3: Well, this one just said they're no, mainly says... freshwater fish. So not
1: so probably lakes is yeah. where. So, yeah. I've seen tilapia on really, really incredible restaurants' menus. Tilapia is delicious. I've had it many it just times. It says
3: mainly. So who I'm knows never if I...
1: eating tilapia ever. It's not like it's you know my they, first choice anyway. Have you seen but how that's... they
3: fly fish in, though, and they, like, send hundreds of them into lakes? Have you seen that? What? You haven't seen that? Hundreds no. of what? Fish. Like, into lakes. Like, they'll just, like, get—it's like a to populate. fish store. Yeah, yeah, to populate lakes because people fish in them.
1: Do you remember so that? So
3: maybe that's why it says mainly they're caught here, but they could be a, a, a sea, like a saltwater fish. Well, but do you remember that place putting...
1: we went to in Utah where we went fishing with mom and dad?
3: That's where they would, like, helicopter them and just drop them in from hundreds of no, feet.
1: No, it was so many fish. Like, Did there's you no see way... it?
3: Yeah, half of them. We would... went
1: there to fish. You watched you... the fish get
3: dropped. <laughs> with helicopter.
1: Oh. You watched them get dropped
3: in? <laughs> yeah, when we, I'd go up to Rockport in Utah, and they would have a helicopter, and they would go, like, really close with a huge thing, and it would just open and fish would just free fall in. fish yeah. free falling yeah you can look it up
1: <laughs> it's raining fish <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah it's raining tilapia <laughs> don't eat that shit you'll die <laughs> i'm terrified you're out of your mind i'm sticking to like the salmon where Ooh, you catching tuna. it <laughs> or, right Ooh, good old tuna mm, i've heard all of it though you just got to be careful Wait, no what? you really do have to be careful about anything you're eating from the ocean i think it's and just Trader safe. Joe's. By the way, Trader Joe's—they have. I love Trader Joe's, <laughs> but they now it's like I someone's know. sabotaging them.
3: Uh, they and now everything I eat from there, I'm like, I'm ner- really a little nervous. feeling around, seeing if there's some. They've had rocks. Stuff.
1: I know. I bugs, love them, though. They have the bugs, best snacks. Metal. But I'll be real with you. I've gone into Trader Joe's multiple times looking for the cookie butter cookies, and I would eat rocks just to have them. Right. <laughs> put them back on the shelf. <laughs> It's like, what the fuck is this? Did they take
0: them off the shelf? Gone. Nowhere to be
1: found. I swear. And I looked it up to see if they were discontinued. I saw that the cookie butter cheesecake is discontinued. Mm -hmm. I can find nothing about the cookies. The cookie butter cookies. Cookie butter cookies. So naturally, I went to the next cookie, which was like a hazelnut cookie. Just as good. Yes, I finished the entire pack last night during a game of Rummy Cube, but it's no (laughs) cookie butter cookie. (laughs) So I'm letting you know. I'm fine with eating things that should not be in my box of whatever from Trader Joe's just to have one more day of cookie butter cookies.
2: (laughs) One more day. Ideally, no rocks, but if there's a rock or two,
1: Lala will be okay with it. I've had more suspect things in my mouth than a rock.
3: (laughs) Moving on. Okay. Truly. Moving on.
1: Okay. Manhunt for a murderer is over after escaping prison. It's like prison break. Now, this is real news that my mom shared with me, okay? He escaped from a Pennsylvania prison just days after being sentenced to life without parole in the fatal stabbing of his ex-girlfriend, okay? Okay? August 11th, he escapes. September 4th, spotted on a security camera in Longwood Garden. September 9th, he steals a van. He He's, he's running. Wild. All right? He's stealing cars. He's looking for weapons.
3: Grand Theft Auto.
1: (laughs) Because on September 11th, he steals a rifle. (laughs) Could you imagine? Could you imagine? And by the way, as I'm reading this, September 13th, he's captured, but he followed the same method of escape and route used by an inmate at Chester County Prison. Igor Bolt broke out of prison on May 19th. I want to know. How are they getting out? Well, how are they how do they know how to like escape off of someone else's do they get news in prison? Oh, I, if someone
2: else escaped and then didn't come back. If they escaped and came back, they could be like, well, this kinda worked,
1: but here's no, it's why I'm a I completely up. different prison. Oh. So they're saying he used the same method, but like I think it would be if you sit there and you're like, Oh, it's the same method, that's strange. Is that like a common thing? I feel like if that was like common knowledge, well all the inmates would be escaping from prison. So were they communicating? And was he like, oh, my gosh, dude, this is how you do it? There's a prison talk. So surely they
2: can get news. There's a prison talk on TikTok. You go on TikTok and you can they see... Don't have they have TikTok in prison. They have cell phones. They, they have, have cell phones and they're doing TikTok in prison and they're doing dances and stuff. Yeah. The, There's Half a whole of them TikTok. just won't even...
3: Most of them will like show you everything in their yeah. cell. They show you what they're watching. They have television. They know exactly... They could be watching Vanderpump Rules right now. Well, no
1: wonder people are out in these phones. streets still committing crimes. You just <laughs> get locked up. You get to live for free pretty much and you still get to TikTok your ass yeah. off. No, you take the phones.
3: Were they getting them in?
1: No. Even a child who does something naughty, like break curfew or sneaks out, gets their cell phone taken away. But you can merc someone and like, here's your cell phone.
3: Well, that's like your mom and dad watching 700 kids. What? They're going to sneak a phone.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. I don't know how it works. I don't know how they get phones. I don't know if it's after a certain amount of time or you have money. We all know inside the prison walls, there's shady um, Here's what are the they thing. called security cards yeah prison that's guards. the biggest prison thing right guards, there yeah. it's
3: not it's not like them sneaking it in when they're like hugging their friend on the way out like you know when they're in no, meetings it's the it's guard who is guards. saying what do you need and going to get it and then getting paid or whatever and that's how they're getting everything in it's prison guards
1: Oh, I not just all of, of the
2: prison arts, but, but yes, yes, we've
1: heard it. We've seen it on TV. We've seen it on TV. I will say, I watched um, Orange is the New Black, and that was enough to make me say I will never commit a crime because I would not last. So. Nope. Yeah. Sure wouldn't. I mean, I run Vanderpump Rules, but I certainly wouldn't be running prison. <laughs> I just wouldn't. It's... I think you might have a chance. Really?
3: Oh, she would be somebody's bitch.
1: Have you
2: seen the photos <laughs> of... Why am I blanking on her name? We were just talking about her from that. Oh, Jen Shaw, hold on, hold on that.
1: Hold on that. I I really want to talk about this. Okay, okay. I do want to say that this guy who escaped is also wanted in his native Brazil for homicide. So he's like extremely dangerous. He's wanted in
3: Brazil? Yes. That's where you like run to get away from things. Nope, he's wanted. Oh, wow. But he
1: was caught or he's still out there? No, they caught him. Okay. They caught him on September 13th. Thank God, because at that point he had stolen a weapon. Where did they catch him? So now he's armed. They caught him in, like, a field, and they did have dogs. The dogs are the ones that brought him down, and no shots were fired, which, thank God, because once you stick the dog— Even on his
3: end, yeah. Even on his end. Yeah, I'm glad he did. Yeah.
1: But it weighed kind of heavy on my heart. Like, I read this news that Lise sent to me, and I got home from dinner one night, and I was by myself. It was just me, and I'm buck naked, and I'm thinking, (laughs) what is that guy? Because I was, like, getting ready for bed. Okay. (laughs) And I'm like—
3: I thought she was just partying. (laughs)
1: I do party in the nude. It's my, it's my freest self. But I'm sitting there and I'm in my bathroom. phone's on the charger and I'm like, what if the guy that escaped from prison was like in my apartment right now and he just like rolled up on me and he had killed my dog? And I'm like scanning the bathroom. Like what would I use as a weapon? And thank God I was using scissors to cut my split ends earlier in the night because I did have a weapon if this were to really happen.
3: So did you leave the scissors where they are now? It just like really you?
1: made me think because back in Salt Lake, my grandpa gave me a machete and I kept it by my bed because yeah. I stayed at the front of the house and you could climb these like keys on the side of the house to get onto the balcony and into my room. And I liked sleeping with the door open, especially so on like, like a winter night. Uh, I didn't even need to sneak guys in. Mom was like, they can use the front, the front door.
3: door. <laughs> That's <is> true.
1: <laughs> I don't know why they're doing that.
3: <laughs> that did happen once. why
1: is that man on the
2: side of our house he can just use the front door
1: <laughs> what what's is going, going on? on so that also happened in the news very very dark have you done your mother's Day shopping yet friendly reminder use rakuten rakuten is the shopping platform to save while you shop and this week may 6th through may 13th rakuten is having their biggest cashback event of the entire year You get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores. I'm talking Adidas, Splendid, Ray-Ban, Elf Cosmetics, Dermastore, Lego, Stanley, and even Dyson. New Dyson vacuum for me and the new house. Yes, I am treating myself and enjoying some serious cash back. I love seeing those Rakuten cash back deposits in my PayPal account. Rakuten will also send you a check if you don't have PayPal. So join the 15 million members, including me, who are already saving with Rakuten. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cash back. You will not see higher cashback rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. I have been very transparent with you guys about my hair struggles between the pregnancy hormones and bleaching it all the time. I have been having some serious hair issues, and now with baby number two on the way, I'm already being proactive about my hair thanks to Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding, and I am definitely one of those people. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. You can take the Nutrafol hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Because I know we are all different and we're on different hair journeys. Nutrafol makes building a hair growth routine super easy. Purchase online, no prescription required. You get free shipping and automatic deliveries so that you never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering Give Them Lala listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code LALA. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LALA. That's Nutrafol.com. Promo code LALA. Let's actually go into um, Salt Lake really quickly about prison. Because I read that we'll cover OC in just a sec. But seeing as we're talking about prison, let's talk about Jen Shaw.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: great segue. She that is a great doing segue. a lot of... Wait, tell me.
3: Like she's trying to start a, like a housewives in prison. No. Oh, she... Yeah.
1: Wait, did you read that? Yeah. What?
3: Yeah, this well, was a while. Like, this was like... The Real Housewives of Prison? Yeah, like she was like... Federal prison? Yeah, it's like, are you even taking prison serious?
1: Well, it doesn't sound like anyone takes prison <laughs> serious. They're TikToking their asses off and building uh, <laughs> building content for a I've show. I've learned how to
3: make a lot of prison foods, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. You've learned mm-hmm. on TikTok? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, should we have a night where you make us food that they would make prison in talk? prison? Mm.
3: Yeah, prison TikTok food. Let's do it.
1: I would like love they, that. That they sounds do awesome. Like,
3: you would love it because we love shit food. It's like <laughs> it's like burritos, but with crunched up like flaming hot Cheetos.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm. That
1: does sound pretty fun. Sorry, yeah, Th- that'll get me going. Oh. Jen Shaw has bonded with Elizabeth Holmes in prison. They're friends. Okay, so as we know, Elizabeth Holmes started that like in. in I want to say. What's it called, Easton? Something where instead of drawing blood, all you have to do is prick your finger, and they can um, literally test you for anything and everything. So, like drawing blood would no longer be a thing. Elizabeth Holmes literally stole like I want to say it was like it was a billion. Are you dollar company. talking about company. for it like Di- Theranos? Reese? Theranos. She oh, started the Theranos.
3: So the dropout isn't that what the that was about? Yeah, that's okay. exactly right. That's her.
1: That's her. So she's in the same prison as Jen Shaw.
3: Oh, this will be great.
1: They have bonded over their situations. And in my mind, I'm thinking when the two of these women get out, guard your fucking bank accounts with all your life because they're plotting and they're going to steal from everybody. These two women who literally have scammed people like out in the open. Millions upon millions of dollars. Hundreds of millions. And they're bonding in prison? I'm scared and I don't want you around me. Yeah. Yeah.
3: See? Jen Shaw creating prison play. Real Housewives of Brian. Of I'm, Brian? I'm guessing oh, that's where creating
2: prison play, like a theatrical production.
3: Yeah. In prison, or yeah. is it gonna
2: air on like or is it gonna no, be I like think on Broadway? I would assume prison talent show.
3: Prison talent show, but I think she was like <gasps> pitching it for it also to be like Phil. Let there me level was... of delusion. I mean, we could look more into—I don't look into it. I just saw a headline, and I I don't dive into anything. You know, I'll I actually I
1: really, really liked Jen Shaw, and I may have shared this story on the podcast before, but I made one comment on someone else's podcast, and I was like, you know, you're innocent until proven guilty, but when you hear that someone may be like robbing the elderly, it just doesn't—it it hits different. She heard this. This is when she was not. This is when she was still like, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. Writes me a DM this long, y'all. Raging on me about how I should not speak on things that I don't know about, that she's innocent and a comment like that has hurt my family. She she went on and on and on. And then I I didn't even respond because I was like, what am I supposed to say to this? Like, it wasn't even that big of a deal. But cut to she then says that she's guilty and is in prison now, which is why I'm okay talking about it, because she can't come for me unless she also has (laughs) a cell phone and she's listening to the give them all a pod, you know. In which case, call in. Call in. You have a collect call from (laughs) I'm open to it, Jen. I'm open to it. And I think that I would be an epic producer for your play. Don't you think? 100%. I'm actually kind of on board with this. On board with the theatrical play? Yeah. But I really, yeah, but I need to keep her at arm's length if we, if I do end up. just keep your wallet
3: away from her and you're fine.
1: Yeah. I just, there's something about the two of them, Elizabeth Holmes and Jen Shaw, where it's like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Mm -hmm. Something's off. Mm -hmm. You're not bonding over your situations, all right? Because all of you in federal prison kind of have like the same situation like mm. you did something bad and got locked up you're not bonding over that you're bonding. You're talking about
3: how you got away with it for as long as you did
1: stay scheming no they're scheming not bonding you think they're allegedly scheming?
3: but scheming i don't know is a bond for them
1: that's okay you mm. can call it whatever it is mm. whatever you want okay let's jump into did you guys watch salt lake Sure didn't, but I did listen to a podcast about it. That's okay. It's very (laughs) crazy watching. Can you listen?
3: Send that to me next time.
1: It is so crazy watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake. Because I'm watching it, and the home that Heather just purchased, I'm like, Easton and I used to trick-or-treat in that area. Is that where that is? We've been trick-or-treating in that area. (laughs) Also, a lot of, like, dances— Where you, like, go somewhere after you meet at a house to, like, take pictures. We're in that neighborhood. In the rich kids' neighborhood where you, like, go. Yeah, it's a nice neighborhood. It wasn't in, like, our school district, but I would go to dances for other schools sometimes. Oh, interesting. Just because my friend groups were kind of all over the place. And they're like, you should ask this boy from our school. So, like, a lot of times we would go to houses in that neighborhood to, like— take our pictures or it was like the after party. So you recognize, you just
2: recognize all the locations the cameras are taking you through.
3: Yes. Every time I watch Salt Lake, I'm... It, I, you, it brings yeah, it. Yeah. It's like, it's so cool. There's not like a whole lot of places in Salt Lake, honestly. Every it's, time, so yeah. everywhere they go, it's like, oh. Yeah, uh,
2: I know. where Every time yeah. I watch Vanderpump,
1: that's how I feel. I'm like, I know that place. It's there. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, yeah. but it is weird when you watch it and you're like, they're making this look like so bougie. And it's and like it's, I've been there. It's not.
3: I know it's <laughs> really? <like> a thirteen dollar <laughs> yeah. plate. Do you
1: have a specific example? Because I'm dying
3: to
2: I'm know. No. Okay. Anybody. Don't out it.
1: Don't out I'm it. I'm not gonna out anybody. No. Okay. And then it makes it seem like a lot of these places they're going to are like in my backyard. I'm like, they make these bitches drive. <laughs> uh,
3: when it's when they're saying so and so's house in um like daybreak. Yeah. And then Park City.
1: That
2: is,
3: that is a fucking far. hour and a half drive. Really? No traffic. Like, that's long.
2: I would love an episode or, like, one of those green screens where you guys take us through an entire episode of Salt Lake. We have to do this somewhere. We can't do it on the podcast. And you're telling us, okay, this—and you're just, like, telling us where it is. This is actually not in a backyard. This is far.
1: Because that shit— Interests me. Well, by the way, when Daybreak first started, every like the community, everyone was freaking out because it's so close to Kennecott Copper Mine that they're like, this is not safe. Yeah, this, this is not, not safe to be like building houses here, like this a close mine to a mine. Yes. Whoa. But now it's popping. But here, poppin', go. But here poppin', we go. And, mm. and like people still were worried about it.
3: Oh God. They just started another development when I was out there because my buddy lives there. And I went out there, and a whole new development is being built. I was like, it, pretty soon they'll just be in the mine. Oh, gosh.
1: Ugh. Kennecott Copper Mine is one of the only mines you can see from outer space. Kennecott Copper Mine. What is it called? Kennecock? Kenne- <laughs> Kennecott.
2: Kennecott Copper Mine. I kind of like that. Kennecott Copper Mine. <laughs> I <like> Kennecott. <laughs> Brought to you by Kennecott Copper Mine.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's those things, and then like Lunatic Fringe, which is one of the girls. That's a hair place. A hair place. I remember like some of my friends. That was like they claimed it was like the place to go. Again, a place where you're like, okay, like I've been there. It's like a hair salon. It's yeah. fine.
3: There's nothing. It's that, about like has any like try
1: like back in the day because I don't really I haven't been to Salt Lake in so long that I don't even know what it's like really anymore. Like a lot changed. of the places I don't recognize. Um. Like the new places they'll go and eat. But Lunatic Fringe, like back in the day, it was like, oh, it's so edgy. Like, look at this red extension they put <laughs> Just in. Just the
3: one piece? Yeah. Oh, shit. And like like hitting.
1: the choppy short look, and it was like Lunatic Fringe. Fringe. And I'm like, oh, it's so edgy. <laughs> so edgy. And they sold bras there. Like lingerie. It's a like
3: lingerie. Lingerie. secret. You can get the and whole thing. Lingerie fix. at
1: one point. Oh, my God. I know, I was like, What's your mama going to say when you put those over your garments? Oh, yeah. No, it's like such an, it's a cra- – and how much talk about the met. church is happening. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The new girl, Monica. Is that her name? Yes. I actually really like her. She starts crying to her mom about – she's got four kids. She got divorced, remarried her dude, her baby daddy. Then they got divorced again. Four kids ranging from like seventeen to like five, I think five is her youngest, and she's like, usually like I'm in sweatpants, I love her, she's so real, right she's like, I'm usually in Christmas pajamas down aisle eight, getting milk at ten o'clock at night because I've forgotten like four kids, and they're all girls, so oh, emotional boy. <laughs> and she tells her mom like I'm going on a trip with these girls to Palm Springs. I'm very nervous. I went into Louis Vuitton the other day, which like, that brings so much joy to my heart. When did they get a Louis Vuitton? In oh, Salt oh. Lake. I was like what I brings like, joy. Yeah. They didn't have a Louis Vuitton. They have in a Salt Louis Lake? Vuitton store in Salt Lake now.
3: People, what do you mean? I had to. Do you not remember? You, we got a backpack. You wow. got a backpack online, and the only store it was at was in Salt Lake, and I had to go and pick it up. Do you not remember this?
1: I do remember now. Yeah,
3: <laughs> they've had it for since City Creek opened. I thought it was in City Creek. Eight, yeah. Had okay, it for a while. like a
1: big beautiful outdoor mall. In fact, yeah. for a while, it's City like, Creek, when you went there, they had like guards and you couldn't show your shoulders because the church owned yeah. it.
3: Like, you couldn't, my tattoos couldn't be out. What? Yeah. yeah. Or you'd get so, removed. There's no
1: separation between church and state no. in Utah.
3: But it was a really pretty mall. Still All right. Is, so but.
1: she goes in to get a Louis Vuitton bag because she wants something nice around these girls. And I'm like the worst person to ask. Do I get the bag? You always get the bag, babe, because it elevates a very inexpensive look, right? Like you roll into Zara, you grab like a look, you maybe spend 100, 150 bucks, if that. And then the bag elevates every single look. So for me, it was like, oh, my gosh, it's so sad that she's like feels like she has to spend thousands of dollars on a bag. So she has something nice around these girls, which I'm still convinced a lot of them wear fake stuff. It's very easy to buy. Well, if you
3: feel like that, find new friends already.
1: Easton, we have a show to film. We have a show to film, bitch. I think she fits in quite nicely. Like, I don't look at the girls in Salt Lake and go, when I think about them, I think of bougie. Like, yeah, they're wearing some, like, designer brands. But, like, I'm not looking at them going, they are the top of the food chain Beverly Hills bitches.
3: And Mm. it's Melissa, right? You're talking about Monica. I, think Monica. Your Monica. I thought you were talking about like her 17 year old girl what? needing Louie to fit in with her friends. No, she, Monica okay. went
1: in and bought herself a bag because That's she's going lost. on a trip to Palm Springs and she feels like everyone is decked in like designer goods all the time. But it does feel forced in Salt Lake when I see them in like all their designer brands. It's too much. It's too much. It's like this feels because I've been to Salt Lake. All right. I grew up there like no one's looking like this. Like, out here, or when you watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, like, what they have on, it's fabulous, and it feels like they're wearing it effortlessly. Salt Lake doesn't quite feel that way to me. No, it feels seems like
3: a very, uniform. Like, they put it together, like, weeks in advance for this one scene.
2: Yeah, it just feels forced. Yeah. Because of the Housewives of Salt Lake, I just figured Utah was very bougie, like, designer. I, that's what I
1: thought. And maybe it did get that way.
3: Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe I've lost it. Maybe I'm off the bandwagon for this. But
1: I don't remember it being that way. And I grew up with people who were fucking rich. Rich. Wealthy. (laughs) Like ginormous homes that you. Dumb money. Like stupid money. And I don't remember any of the moms
3: rolling around looking like that. Tahoes. Yeah. You wouldn't even know they had money until you pulled up to their house.
1: Yeah. And then you go to their house and it's. 30,000 square feet yeah, and ginormous. And they just, I don't remember the moms being like that. Well, some of the
2: wealthiest people, I think, look at them. Steve Jobs wearing unmarked, unlogoed, same thing every day. Do you
3: know why he did that?
2: Because he didn't want to put the brain effort into choosing an outfit every day. So,
3: did you guys know, and I could be very wrong, come at me, but you only have so many creative thoughts throughout the day. Oh. And most of it is being used up on an outfit. So instead, the, well, he would wear the same thing and use all of his creative thoughts on what he was designing, wow. and that is why uh, Albert Einstein same thing he wore the same. Maybe that I don't know if it's because the clothes were hard to come by, but he <laughs> wore the same thing every day. There's a lot of people that just wear the same thing. You want to know how you know like someone's the most rich though? People.
1: Is when they have like an unmarked like sweatshirt or shirt, and then the label says that it's like some designer and yep. there's literally no you're like wait so you literally went in and bought like yeah. a black t-shirt, t-shirt for
3: 1200 bucks and you're like yeah you're like
2: oh. but the ones who know no. it's like the <laughs> threading you look at it and you're yeah, like, you're like oh, this guy's shit. got dumb money. yeah yeah the ones who know they or
3: know the, or like the older gentlemen that wear the like four thousand dollar like loafer boat shoes that don't like not the gucci's you mm. wouldn't even know And you look at them and they're like triple the cost. And you're like, that guy's fucking, he's about
0: it.
1: Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. That being said, I'm a sucker for a marked up label. (laughs) Throw me in all the Burberry prints, Christian Dior CDs all over my body, headscarf.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Because
1: I'm a poser, you know?
3: Do you think it's too much? Do you think it's too much when you're wearing like the headband? Like say you're wearing Chanel headband, Chanel jacket, Chanel pants. Is that too much? You keep Logo. it the same
1: brand, but you never mix, right? I don't like mixing brands. I,
3: but is there too much of a brand on you at a certain point? I think I it think depends
1: on who you are. Like Dorit from BH, head to toe in the same designer and same print. I like go crazy for it.
3: Maybe it's, go on.
1: There are some people where I would look at that and be like, oh God, please make it end.
3: I think it's different for like men. Like a guy in a Gucci tracksuit. Is there anything worse? We
1: had this conversation. Do you remember with Mercedes, with MJ? We did. Yeah. Yeah. A guy in a Gucci Gucci tracksuit. A guy branded out
2: driest vagina ever. Don't (laughs) ever (laughs) wear your brands around
1: me. What's happening? Sahara. 100%. (laughs) I don't care. Mm. No, it's all, I think it's the person and how you carry yourself. Yeah. But. I want she bought the bag and I'm thrilled about it. She deserves the bag. Um I also love that when she was 4, her dad left. I don't love that her dad <laughs> left, but I love that the mom, the mom was so gangster. She fucking deleted all traces of him. Took every photo of him out of the house. He just like one day decided to leave and he never came back. So Monica, I like her. Her backstory is like deep. It's pulls at your heartstrings. She's normal I, I like, like looking we, at her too, so I can watch
3: Salt Lake for, for that. For okay, her.
1: well good, I'm See, glad. Now? So now yeah. we've got you on Rony and Salt Lake. Yeah, Brand she's nice. Monica and Ma- Easton. All her.: Yeah,
3: most of them got standards.: Easton no. you're
1: the highest of the high standards. Don't even let anyone tell you otherwise. Yeah, what was that? Yeah. Do you know how many people are in the comment section being like, is Easton single, is Easton I single? Yeah.
3: I don't read. I don't like hate, and I feel like I get a lot. So you want just... to
1: know who told me? Because Lisa is, I don't know what happened to her, but she's all over the gram and the comment section. She can't She's the reason I knew that a troll mom was talking about the jealous comment. She's how I know that people love Easton. By the way, she answers every DM. There was a girl that wow. slid into her DM and I guess was like, Using the C word. And my mom replied, My love, why do you talk about yourself that way?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, we need we really do need to have a segment where she reads mean things and just in the monotone she voice. Reads she reads it so it monotone. So, it ta- it's it'll Please. be one sentence and it'll take her three minutes to get to it, like through it. Yeah. And, and she's double glassed. A, double she's glassed.
1: got her. <laughs> You guys, do we add that to the live show? Teaser, don't answer now. You'll see if you come to the live show. Let's talk about it because I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. Double glasses, reading the comments. (laughs) You (laughs) stupid (laughs) bitch. (laughs) Bitch, You are a whore who fucks for money. And I'm like, wow, you're right. When you read it, it doesn't sound that bad.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And then she goes, "Eh, whatever, fuck (laughs) them.
1: No, that's so funny to me. <laughs> no, she's incredible. Oh, my God. Um, How do we feel about Angie Katsanivas or
3: whatever? I don't like her.
1: Really? Tell me more because she... everyone I ask says the exact same thing. No, so tell me. I just
3: don't like her. She gives off. She... Talking about the person who can, it depends on the person on wearing something. She yeah. just can't wear anything. She... I hate her. She just sucks. <laughs> oh, God. She... Her vibes are terrible. The way she even like steps out of her vehicle.
1: Yeah. I, she just, she, she, she annoys me too, me and everyone I talk to says and. the exact same thing. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press-On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now, and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do, Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part, zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless, and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique underlash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Mannies have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold, and that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam, but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress No Glue Press-On Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now, so get yours today at impressbeauty.com lala. And use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and press on falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. Beverly Hills. Kyle says her relationship with Mauricio is too much to deal with right now. Um so she's I don't know if they're together or not together. It hasn't aired yet. Um I did have dinner with Erica Jane last week and unfortunately for you guys, I'm not talking about anything we talked about. <laughs> Moving on. Atlanta Reunion Part 2. Little Snoozy, Little Snoozy. I can't tell who's lying. Drew may be lying. Ralph may be lying. I'm going to do, I'm going to implement things that I've learned from um, my healing process. And I'm not going to call Ralph a narcissist or draw any parallels. He may be one. He may not be one. He may be full of the truth. However, fans are saying they are desperate for a reboot of this city's franchise. Mm -hmm. They want to see old cast members back.
3: Well, this is also I wanted to bring back up. Did we come to a conclusion of people living in the same house? Is it?
1: It doesn't make it—to me, it still doesn't make sense. Is it that
3: or is it something—
1: Someone wrote in that you're at risk for forfeiting something or it's abandonment. I've never heard of that. I don't see how two people could own a home together. If you—I do know that if you were to leave your child in a home and you start a custody battle and one parent leaves to, like, get some space, you can say child abandonment. I've never heard—like— he cheated. It's a toxic environment. And I know that you've invested $500,000, but abandonment. Mm. You lose. He gets the house. It still doesn't make sense. Whatever. Don't care. Breaking news that happened today. This will air Wednesday. So Monday, Shannon Mador arrested for DUI hit and run. This makes me so sad. Oh, no.
2: This is breaking, breaking. Like I know this will air a couple days later, but this is like we just found out from producer, producer John, John. Thank you. Um, minutes, just mere minutes ago. Mere minutes. Oh, Did this happen last no. night? No. It's broke on TMZ two hours ago. Yeah,
3: seven. So she got a DUI at eight a.m. Seven forty. Well, it came on the. Uh, I guess it was probably last night.
1: I think a lot of her anxiety comes from her drinking, and if you. And I'm not labeling anybody. Alcoholism is a real thing. Being an alcoholic is a self diagnosed disease. No one can diagnose you for that unless, I guess, you go to see a professional and you open that line of communication. But even her talking about her body to me, because I'm looking at her and I'm like, you've got a great body, and you're complaining about your midsection and like how your face is filled out. That's all alcohol, alcohol is sugar. it attaches itself, and it's very hard to get rid of and there's if you notice people who drink heavily, they've got like the thin arms uh you know they they'll complain about their weight, and then they'll only talk about the midsection and you're watching them and I'm not gonna name any names, but I've seen it um in the past where I'm like, you're complaining about your weight, but there's nothing that you can do, no matter how you eat. you've got to like come down on the drinking a bit. Obviously, if you're getting DUIs and hitting and running, it's like a problem that needs to be addressed. Yeah. And it's a it's a sad cycle because
2: I'm not speaking for Shannon, but just speaking from like friends or it's you're, you know, someone gets depressed about their body and then they drink to forget about it and have fun and then they gain weight and then they're depressed more and they drink. It's like the classic. And that's really sad to see.
1: Right. Like you wake up, you're depressed, and then you try to numb the depression by drinking more. And or then you're like, oh, I feel great. And the cycle. Psych- mm-hmm. and the anxiety, the
3: you bringing up like anxiety to drink. And that's the one thing that I've noticed. I used to have terrible anxiety no matter where I was. And it was because I was drinking and I'd pick up a drink and then drink it but I'd still have anxiety mm-hmm. so what would I do
1: drink another get one. A, another drink yeah
3: and now saying like not drinking I can go anywhere and be anywhere and not have anxiety
1: and you can figure out how to get rid of the anxiety yes. when it's mm. obviously I'm not saying no one needs to be medicated for their anxiety that's not what I'm saying I'm saying personally in Easton you're obviously saying personally yeah there are things that I can now do mentally to like bring my anxiety down.
3: yeah I have the tools and I can use them when I'm out now
1: right right um, Did you guys watch last week's episode? Of OC? Yep. Yes! Oh my god, it was good. It was so good. I love Heather Dubrow. The amount of time and effort she puts into the detail, constantly bringing gifts. She always brings the hostess a gift when she has something at her house. She's like the queen of etiquette. And she's everything I wish I could be, but will never be for many reasons. <laughs>
2: I, I'm sold. I'm done. I'm sold on her. I I totally agree with you. I want to be her. She's just a class act. Her relationship is beautiful. Her, what we see. What we see. Her family's beautiful. She's thoughtful. She carries herself in a different way now and that there may be, you know, 55 million reasons why, but I think that she. I don't feel like that made a difference. You don't think? Not even a little bit. Because I saw the teaser for next week and she goes, I'm done with the show. I'm done with the show. And I was like, well. I might be, too. You could. If, yeah, if you
1: can be. I have. We all say we're done with the show <laughs> at some point in time. Yeah. I just love, like, her attention to, like, the smallest details. Like, when she was building the house that she just sold for $55 million. this was a while ago, many seasons back, where she's going over the blueprint, and she's like, this is the luggage room. And I was like, she has a room dedicated to her luggage. I'm so wet right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic.
2: I just love her. I just love her.
1: I, I don't love feel her. like she's pretentious. I just don't, and I know that there's so many people on the planet that if they had her kind of money, they would be fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe even some of the girls on the show. Like I think she yeah. carries herself pretty well for just having solding her home for fifty five million dollars.
2: And the gift, like the gift thing was so sweet. I know we talked about that or mentioned that, but I don't know. There's something about that, that I, it's like extra special. And she goes, a leopard's not going to change her spots. Like I'm not, I'm not going to never, I'm always going to bring a gift. And to me, I'm yeah. like, don't change your spots. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. And we like gifts. We like gifts. And she was like, I had, they were naughty. I shouldn't have given them the gifts, but they yeah. were already monogrammed. And yeah. I'm like, monogrammed? This bitch is a planner. I wonder how many assistants she has or if she, like, really does it on her own.
3: Don't you think you'd see them
2: on the
1: show or no? The no. assistants? Eventually, like, at the, on the show. I think she has one assistant that we've seen on the show. Okay.
3: And that assistant has two assistants.
1: Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I related to Shannon this episode when she's there at dinner at the beginning of the episode and she starts opening up about her relationship. And she's like, you know, John is a private person but I'm not like I he's a he retreats where I'm a communicator. And I I I felt for her because I remember season five where like the person I was with was not wanting to be spoken about ever at all. And it was so debilitating that like I ran back to Salt Lake and no one could get in touch with me. I could barely function. I dove deep into the bottle heavily drinking and I'm wondering if this DUI will be a wake-up call in her relationship as well where she's like, I'm cutting out anything now that is not working for me. Because I do think the drinking is coming from many relationships that she knows are not good for her, but she continues to stay in them and doesn't even realize you don't need them. But because you keep numbing with alcohol, you can't even wrap your mind around, like, what you deserve in life.
2: So you don't believe the, because she says this episode, it's basically just, you know, we used to be around each other all the time and now he goes home sometimes and that's hard. Like when we're arguing or fighting and that's hard, but that's just a normal thing. You don't believe that. You think there's more.
1: I don't, I feel like in the beginning of the episode, she was saying that like, I'm going to share and Emily points out, this is like, this is a safe space. Like we as women in relationships have to be able to talk about these things because it's good for, e- for the group, but it's also therapeutic for you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't buy that things are, are all good at all. And if he's, I don't feel like he's, he's like sweep it under the rug. Like there's no communication today, tomorrow. It's one thing to be like, you know what? I need to take a breather. Let's pick this back up when we've calmed down. It sounds like he just gets the fuck out and doesn't want to talk about it ever. And I just don't feel like that's sustainable. And because she's such an arguer, and I get that. Like, I don't care if we hit 100 for an hour, as long as resolution comes. And this is not a good quality. It's something I've been working on. But I get where she's coming from. But I I do think that's why she's drinking so much. She's trying to quiet what her gut is telling her. And I relate to that. No? You guys don't feel me?
3: No. I think that's a very good point. And I think that what just happened to her is going to be a wake-up call, and we're going to see where it goes from there.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: I I agree with you. I'm sure she's probably trying to quiet what her gut is telling her.
1: I agree. I want to pay homage to um, Tamara's look in the blue. It's so good. Oh, the the glare? Yeah, and then she like... Drags the other... (laughs) Drags Jen for wearing all of her fake shit.
2: Poochie. You know what, though? I don't know. What do you think about that? Because I think I probably have a different viewpoint than you. Why? Because... I, I don't know. Part of me is like, if she wants to spend, yes, fake shit. It's probably, I don't know. It's probably, if it's made- Made in a shady situation or stolen, whatever. Then it's a different scenario. But then another part of me is like, she's on the show. She feels pressure, sort of like we were talking Monica. about with Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. She feels pressure to get all this designer stuff, and maybe she just doesn't want to spend the money. And she's like, oh, they'll never know. I'll buy some knockoffs. I don't know. It just to me, it's like you.
3: If you are, just go to Zara, baby. That's yeah. how I feel. Oh, I don't buy
1: will, the
2: designer.
3: No, yeah, yeah.
1: I would not be caught dead in a fake label. If I cannot afford it, I may be a freaking idiot for spending that kind of money. But to me, it's like if I'm going to just go, if it's just for, if I go and I buy something that's not real because it's inexpensive, I'm now buying it because I think it's going to impress people. I'm not here to impress anybody. I go out and I'm a sucker for a designer label because I just love it.
2: Yeah. Do you not think she'd get dragged then if she was wearing all like fast fashion? Like, she's going to get dragged either way,
1: I guess. I mean, I think we're all wearing fast fashion. I think it's horrible and it's sad. And I wish it could change, but I think, I'm sure every single person. I mean, is Zara fast fashion? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I think
3: so. I think so, yeah. But I'm just
1: saying, if she only wore Zara,
2: you don't think Tamara would be like, and that Zara bitch over there or something? No, I don't.
1: You don't? No. Okay. Okay. And you can tell if a, a designer piece of clothing is fake because designers work very hard on matching the corner fabrics together so it looks seamless if it's not like that. And by the way, this could be completely false. My mom told me.
0: <laughs>
1: if it it's off, it. like if the G's on this side don't meet the G's on this side, it's fake. But now I'm going to go home and look at all my bags and see. Your mom told me that true. and I looked at
2: the Gucci you got me and that was true on the classic print one. The it classic was? Pattern. They, yes, they, they lined up? So, yeah.
1: There we go. Um, I'm so thrilled. To see that Vicky is back. The Trace Amigas are back. They, she arrives, they take a shot of tequila. They dress Vicky in pink. She is so freaking fabulous. Um, she comes I, in ready to rock. Guns blazing. She knows, she understands the assignment. Hello, the OG of the OC. She sits down and is like, truth or dare? Yeah. Truth. I think that you're pretending in your relationship. Oh, with Ryan? Who's Ryan? <laughs> And she's like, "We have a mutual friend cut to Vicky's confessional. She's like, "We have a mutual friend, Jen and I Tamra. Tamra's the mutual friend. It's a good tell a Tamra. I'm like, Tamra, you're so messy. She's so funny. I love her, and it's it grosses me out because this Ryan person who she's with, she like i I don't know if she's going to hit an explosive breaking point. I hope she does." Like you have to, if you're going to be a housewife, you have to be a little bit unhinged. You have to be vocal, opinionated, and you have to hit a hundred pretty quickly, right? If you are only one of these things, two of these things, three of these things, you ain't a housewife. You have to be all four. You have to be on a hundred at all times, triggered by everybody who may overstep. Like it needs to be like we're walking on eggshells, okay? Okay. And I need to be able to hit a breaking point. Otherwise, like, you're a normal person and we don't want you on camera. You're just boring. And Tamara says to Jen, Ryan has not only hooked up with that girl. And Jen knows about all of these text messages that Tamara's talking about. And she doesn't care. She, like, puts it in the back of her. It's really, really sad. This, for me, I'm like, wow, the gym? Tamra's gym is not for like Ryan to go work out at, right? It's like his playground to like prey on Sc- women. Yeah, to like a- scout out his like next hoochie mama. How sick that is! Sick. My first qu- my first
2: question is why doesn't she care, and and how do we even feel about that? Because if she is she just like a woman who wants to be in a a uh, don't ask don't tell relationship, because that's one thing.
1: No, I think that. We still live in a world where people, can I tell you the amount of times that I have told people that I want to live my life a certain way and this is what I want, and their immediate response is, but you're going to find someone. You're going to find someone. You're just scarred. And I'm like, why does everything come back to finding a man in life?
0: Mm.
1: Women think that if they don't have a dude, some women, not all, mostly women that are Older than me, they think if they don't have a man, they aren't complete. They aren't desired. They don't have it together. They have, their fairy tale is non-existent, all because you don't have a dude. If she decides to say, "You know what? Fuck this. Get the fuck out of my house," she she already decided to leave her marriage behind for this guy, and now she feels if she leaves him behind, what will everyone think? I literally left the father of my children, my husband for many years, who my family loved, for this guy. And it didn't work out. Like, we better fucking suck it up because it has to look like it was worth it.
2: Oh, that's sad. If that's, That sounds like it is the case. And well, that's really sad.
1: It's that or, or she's the type of woman who doesn't care what the man does, how he treats her. I just need the man.
2: Yeah. Ew. And this is, this is her gym. First off, what gym is this? It it closed down. Oh, it did. So you we know the gym. It was Cut Fitness. Oh, I didn't Okay. It was Tamra's gym.
0: They Tammer's had it for actual ten years.
2: Gym. Yeah. Okay. Got it. That makes more sense now. hmm
3: I should've Ooh. gone.
1: I was gonna say all these housewives
0: are well, Easter.
2: I should
3: have a uh, heyday. Lifted my little fives.
1: <laughs> anyway, moving on. Moving on. Um, New York I caught up. I loved last week's episode. Jessel opening up um about her upbringing. Jenna talks about her mom who had Asperger's. um, And I loved how producers cut to like an alternate universe. About like when there would be a right time to talk about. It was such a good edit. It was such a good edit. It was amazing because that's how it would have been. Yeah. Bryn's like crying talking about her devastating childhood. And they're like, my real name's Judith. (laughs) And then the good, yes, it is so good. Yes, it's so good. Sai opened up about her mom. It was like a very good episode. So I'm sorry we didn't talk about it last week, but I did watch it and it was great. Um, Can we talk about Jessel in this week's episode, Snoring? Jessel Snoring. And Uba records it. I had PTSD. (laughs) Lisa. Yes. But uh... you did it to Lisa or she did it to you. Oh, Lisa is a choo-choo
3: train.
1: (laughs) But not only that. I remember going to St. George to my parents' home and it was quaint. It was small. I'd be in one bedroom and my parents would be in the other. And their snores weren't in sync. So it was just a (laughs) constant run-on snore. And it was literally I when I would enough to drive you insane. Like I would throw shit at my own door to try and get them to jolt awake.
3: She, I would, I'd remember her because it was her room at the end, and then mine, and we could hear it. And I would just hear her just like start pounding down the, <laughs> and she'd just go and open the door. Stop!
1: Shut the fuck up! And she'd
3: slam it. <laughs> Stop back.
1: No, and like both of your parents would snore. Oh, yeah, but I a, wish that they could have done it in sync, because it would, just would, and then it would have given us a little bit but of downtime. Was, but it was, <laughs> it was rough. It was. So, so rough. That is the funniest thing ever. You would ever hear me heard. stomping down the hall oh, yeah, the time. Like, I was like,
3: stop. I wasn't sleeping. It was, was, I felt like it was. I'm not kidding Four you. I was at a nightclub. It, just was snoring. Yeah. And then it I would did. just hear Lauren just. <laughs> door open. Shut up.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm so nice to my parents. And
3: I could, I was thankful for it because yeah. I could get some fucking Z's out that shit.
1: For real. Um. Oh. Gosh, we really we have been talking, talking, talking. I know. Um, let's just jump right to this. Would you guys be mad because this was like the explosion that that is about to take place? And by the way, they're not in Greece. They're in Anguilla. Sorry. And I did, did I see the Greece? private beach and it it's fabulous and I'm pissed oh. off. <laughs>
3: Did we say Greece? I'm right. Yeah, you're,
1: you were like it's Greece somewhere. No, no, or somewhere. it looks
3: like it. We I don't you could say I'm wrong. Go back and look, but I said it looks like Greece. Roll the say, footage. Roll the footage though. I said I think it looks like Greece. Yeah,
1: this. it's it's Anguilla. But Aaron decides to steal Uba's phone as a joke and all hell is about to break loose next week. Would you guys be that upset about a phone being stolen?
3: No, just like I, I wouldn't be, I would be that either. upset if Jenna didn't tell me her real name was Judith.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Stop diving this group.
3: I know it's like get a fucking worry in your. And world.
2: also the stuff with Bryn, it's like take a hey. joke, everyone. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a joke. Bryn's fine. Like yeah, the sensitivity say, in air, what do you <laughs> mean you Bryn's fine? Oh, I, with this was with sorry. The husband? This, yeah. this yes, this was last one. But I'm just I'm just bringing like why is this take through? a joke? Yeah, take a joke. Why is everyone so sensitive? They're very sensitive. Um, if this were my phone now, no. If it were my phone eight, nine years ago, I might be... Nudies? Yeah, because just like you have nudies or you have like, you're texting with someone who you don't want the other girls to know that, or like...
3: So you're shady.
2: Well, no, mine was she like was someone who was like... No, not like that. Uh. Oh, God. Now I'm in my... Son- no, like someone <laughs> who was like, if they saw their name, they'd be like, what? You're texting with him? And it was like uh. it was like one of those. I was in Nashville. It was like a country music guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh. So it was like one of those things.
3: Uh. That, but- yeah, that's why you got to put an emoji as their name.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. Hello. Oh. Sure. I know. Why
1: would I have it Duh. under their
2: real oh name? My. I don't
1: know. But... Well, I, she... Yeah. Uba's about to lose her mind. She I rips the sunglasses off of her face. We haven't seen Uba lose her mind, though. So. I love Uba. That is uh, true. I loved her talking about Jessel when Jessel was like, I had $20 in my name. And Sai was like, I had negative four. And was like, $20, $0, you're broke. Yeah. It's all the same. <laughs> no, right. It's all the same. You're poor. Okay? <laughs> Life is hard. Even if you got 20 bucks and that's yeah. it. I love her. Might as well have zero because what is 20 bucks going to buy you? Yeah.
3: And I'll we'll have
1: zero soon.
3: It just gives you a little bit of hope to fail later. Yeah. That's what a 20 does for you.
1: No, living for Uba, everything she does is hysterical and she makes all of the sense. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Let's jump to our ache and relief of the week. Who wants to start us off, Jess? Sure. I will start us off.
2: Um, my, I'm going to start with my relief. Okay. Which is a relief for me, but mostly for my friend, I guess our friend, the mutual friend, the office friend, Dave. Dave. He, we know Dave, right? We've mentioned him on the podcast before. He He is with the Action Park guys. He's in our same office. He's traveling alone in Europe right now. Okay. And he comes across. He texts me. He said, I met this group and I met this one girl. And she loves the Give Them Lala podcast. <gasps> and I was like, she's, so he meets her in Spain, but she's from Florida okay. and he's, she's like... Oh, my God. I love it. Apparently, she's so kind to him and sweet, and they have fun all day. And that's how it's fucking done. Because if you're a Give Them Lala podcast fan, you're just a bad bitch. And you're <gasps> kind and sweet and nice. Her name is Chris. That's Hi, her name. Chris. Hi, Chris. We love you. Um, Thanks for being so nice to our friend Dave. So that I is chose. my— I know.
1: That's— because he's just alone in Spain, and I was like, you better be careful, and I then know. he's like... And I love
2: that
3: and
1: it's love like him. someone who's yeah. part of the Give Them La crew, crew, who's like out in these streets
2: being kind. Yes. Yes. So thank you. We love you, Chris. Number, or my ache is physical aches all over my body from jujitsu this weekend. By the way, Madison was like, the way she loves jujitsu is
1: truly inspiring and adorable.
2: It's truly um, horrifying. Kyle thinks it's terrifying. I'm practicing because I'm trying to practice now, you guys. So I'm like, anyone who lets me practice on them, (laughs) I'm going to do it. And Kyle was like, after like 30 minutes, he's like, I'm done. I'm done. We can practice in the office today before Amazon Live. Can we? Because you know I have to lay on top of you and roll you and stuff. So you have Uh, That sounds fun. (laughs) (laughs) You have to also know how to roll and have someone practice on you so you don't get hurt. But I'm physically aching everywhere. My new private coach, Josh, at 10th Planet Burbank. He is so kind and patient and nice and great. And I'm just jujitsuing my ass off. Good for you, babe. We're all so proud
1: of you. Thank you. At least we'll have a protector somewhere.
3: Yeah, for when we get in all of these altercations in the parking lot with Lisa, we'll have you.
1: Yeah. Oh, good lord! <laughs> okay. Easton, ache and relief.
3: All right, I'll start with an ache. Okay. I I drove like eleven hours yesterday mm-hmm. from Salt Lake here,
1: and he forgot my dad's urn.
3: First of all, we let's asked him not, seventeen no, times, d- and j- let's remember,
1: let's remember, he drove my mom's car. My mom on, finally has hold a on, car, hold on, and he didn't bring my dad's urn. Hold on, how are we even supposed to get it home? Sh-
3: sh- let's not brought it up 17 times do you want to know how this happened yeah i look lisa is going through all of her clothes i look at it and i go we can't forget that and lisa goes what and i go dad and she goes oh yeah if i wouldn't even have brought it up Lisa wouldn't even have known it was supposed to be in the fucking car.
1: I don't believe so that I'm, because before no, she left I to do, Utah, Taylor, she said, no, I'm getting dad.
3: Taylor was with me and I said, hey, yeah, but how are we doing this? Before she left,
1: she said, I'm getting dad.
3: Well, she forgot when we were there. So mm-hmm. this wouldn't even have been oh, a topic. Oh, I wonder
1: how she forgot. You guys were like trying to figure out how to move out of a house. All I'm saying is. So,
3: so, how, what, so why am I getting punished for forgetting? Because so, you're
1: the one that drove. I and now the car is here and I Googled. It's really hard to get an earned through TSA. Oh, to well, ship. I, mm-hmm. If
3: you think mm-hmm. that we're done, we still have a storage unit full of shit. Okay, we're gonna have another car ride back. I All promise right, you fine. that.
1: All right, but that's your in ache.
3: The, no. The ache is movies, and I watched Super Bad and Rush Hour, and I just don't think with how soft everyone is, they'll ever make movies like that again. That's the comedy that I love. I know grew up with, and that is my ache that I don't think we'll ever get those type of movies. That like give you quotes like mm. super bad like Stephen Glansberg, fucking <laughs> Stephen Glansberg, you know. So that is my ache. That's, that's a good ache, right? Yeah. yeah. And then my relief is we'll um, always have Family Guy. We will have that. That's mm-hmm. the one that always pushes the limits, and that's why I keep yeah. doing it. Mm-hmm. But my relief is honestly the podcast, and then I'm not really good at like looking on my Instagram. Okay. But. Talking about it earlier, I have been noticing and I'm going to get better, but to all the people who have been reaching out and making me feel good, you know, like I, the love has been good and I just thank you guys for making me feel good. So Aww, I want to get better so at that, sweet. but my relief is just being on here and hopefully add and see your guys' day because you add some on. Oh, TT That's so sweet. That's And I'll get better. I'm going to reach out to all y'all.
1: I'll get better. I won't.
3: You got too many of them.
1: No, I just, there's mean people. Anyway. There's been,
3: I know, if I read a mean comment, though, I'm fucking out. Yeah. It's nice a ones lot. only.
1: The relief of the week is I am headed to DC with the Humane Society in support of the Humane Cosmetics Act. Woohoo! Yay! Yes. Yay! When this is airing, I will be on Capitol Hill today.
3: Crazy. Hey. I just
1: got goosebumps. Same.
3: I kind of got. Yeah, it's crazy. I'll be part
1: of a congressional briefing. Did I say it was on Capitol Hill? Yes, she did. To end animal testing in in the cosmetics industry in the United States. So I'm very excited about it. I'm very, very nervous. Hold
3: on. I have two things. I want to say congratulations on how proud I am. And also, Lisa sent us.
2: The news
3: the news of Shannon
2: oh tell her she's late. producer John got to us first Lala I'm so proud of <laughs> you because I know how um passionate you are about this with especially in the beauty industry and I I can I be as bold to say this is going to be one um first of many visits
1: to Capitol Hill, but this first one is so important it's very huge um we also are just waiting and maybe by the time this airs we'll have good news but sB 331, which I've been talking about a lot. It's so that people in the family court system, like judges, have to go through extensive training in domestic violence. So when someone, for example, is in a custody battle and a mom or a dad keeps coming to the court or authorities saying, I need help protecting myself and my child, they actually listen. I think this will um, be an incredible law if it's passed. The only person we're waiting on to sign is Governor Newsom. So gov, let's make a difference. I know anytime anyone's asking the state uh, to fund something, things don't pass. But it actually costs the state more to not have this law in place. It is millions of dollars that are spent when a person is murdered when it comes to domestic violence. I think it was around, I think it was over eight million dollars that they spend on on that. So anyway, I hate to leave it on such a heavy note, but that's what I'll be doing today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was long. I over liked an it. hour. Sorry. I liked it too. You did? All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys. I will catch you next week.
3: Bye.